welcome to your Fiercely Fabulous Life podcast. I'm Shelley Qualteri, your host. This podcast was created for you, the woman who wants more in her life, for her family, and in her relationships. We're going to spend time creating inspiration and motivation while providing you with tangible, practical strategies and tools for your life to find greater happiness, love, and fulfillment. I will provide you with real-life takeaways that have you not only thinking about, but taking action to create your fiercely fabulous life. Now let's get started. Hi guys, welcome back to your Fiercely Fabulous Life podcast. I am super excited to introduce today Jasmine Shannon from Levens for Days. Jasmine is a content creator, really focused around moms and kiddos and sending a message out there of connection, inspiration, and a whole lot of fun. Jasmine has gone from working in the corporate world to being an influencer or as she likes to be called a content creator, which I love. So join me today in a really raw, really open, super fun conversation with Jasmine today. Let's get started. Yay! Good morning, Jasmine. I am so excited that you have decided to join me today on your Fiercely Fabulous Life podcast. This has been, gosh, like probably two months for us trying to find a date. Just about, yeah. <laughs> between how busy we both are with work and kiddos and all that so I'm super excited that now here we are in crazy November oh my gosh um, and I've made it happen made it happen in a quick early morning time so thank you so much for joining me um, let's start with telling people who you are tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do I would love to. And thanks for having me, Shelly. Um, so I guess you could say I'm an influencer, but I've never really liked the term because it doesn't really tell you anything. Um, but essentially, I create content for people to consume on Instagram and on my blog. So okay. what I create is mostly motherhood and lifestyle focused, talk a lot about balance, tell people about my favorite finds. Um, it really, the range kind of is getting larger as I go on, to be honest. But um, yeah, that's, that's what I do. I try to keep it like 80% entertaining for my audience and then 20% paid content on Instagram on my blog so I can actually earn some living. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And so, I mean, because we know each other, you know, from years gone by. Um, in a this, past life. In a past, a totally past <laughs> like two past lives. This was not where you started or from what I remember, even kind of like on the radar when we first met, like you were in a I don't very different place. It, no, Instagram wasn't even a thing. No, um, I was a flight attendant when we met and then, yeah. Um, and then I graduated university while I was flying and then I took on a corporate role downtown and then, um, then this is now this is my new life. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I remember different meetings and conversations where you trying to find your way in that corporate world and then, 
you know, kind of how did you find your way here and how long have you been, you know, in your new life? Mm-hmm. So pretty much since I had kids, it changed my life. So it happened like quite organically, to be honest, prior to starting a blog or even being on any type of social media platform. I worked in a large consulting firm and that was my first adult job out of university. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hated it, but it taught me a lot. Um, and I didn't really realize how unhappy I was at that job and like how it was like holding me hostage and consuming me so much until I went on maternity leave with my first uh, son, Henry. Yeah. And when, when I had that sense of, oh my God, this is what happiness is. I was like, I can never go back to that mental state that I was in before. I need to find a way to work from home so I can be with my son because this is what makes me happy. Yeah. And so um, my my husband, Mark, is a professional photographer and he's been, since I met him, um, he's been a, at it for about 15 years now. And I thought, mm, I'm just going to piggyback off of your success. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> you take pretty pictures. I've got a cute baby. I'm like, how can we make this work? Yeah. And so um, I actually started an Instagram account for the first time when he was born to keep my colleagues at my consulting firm just abreast of what was happening. And okay. uh, and so that's how it started. And I was like, oh, fine, I'll start an Instagram account. Here you go. And I, I kind of did it, you know, unwillingly. Yeah. But then I started to gain followers that I didn't know. And people were commenting on my photos slash my husband's photos. And I was like, oh, this is a thing. Like, I can I can do this as a, as a full-time gig. And, yeah. um, and then that's where the blog flourished. And, and then, uh, about six months after I started, I, um, I handed in my resignation and said, you know, this isn't for me. I'm going to give this a shot. And yeah. that's, it's, yeah, the rest is amazing. And, and so how long has that been now? About how old is Henry? Four or five? Yeah. So he's four. And so I started my blog um, December of 2016. So it's coming up to four years and I've had my Instagram account for about four and a half years. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. And when you were thinking about leaving your, you know, your corporate job, because lots of people who listen to my podcast are those moms who have big dreams. Um, and maybe their kids are the same age or maybe a little bit older. What, kind of gave you that push to be like, I, I just really want to do this full time. Like you weren't scared to jump into that dream and that happiness. Like where did that courage come from? You know, I think two places. So the first thing I'll say about myself, which is a downfall, but also not, is that I don't overthink things. Okay. Um, and so <laughs> I, I make up my mind and I'm like, you know, I just am trusting that I'm going to be fine because I've done this before and, and I've come out alive. I've had a ton of failures, but that, that doesn't bother me at all. And so I'm like, so I didn't overthink it. That was my first step. And yeah. secondly, I was like, well, you know, I feel like I should give myself a goal 
just a, a really simple goal. If I can get one paid client before the six months that I, I gave myself, but you yeah. get one paid client, even if it's a tiny amount, I'll know that other people value my work and that I can right. actually make a go of this. And I was approached from a, a baby brand. Um, and it was, it was an entire blog post, I think maybe two with a bunch of Instagram posts, like the deliverables were heavy, but they're right. like, I'll pay you $400 and give you free product. And I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Right. Yeah. And I was like, yes, this is, this is happening. This is going to make it like, I can make this work. And so it was, it was a tiny goal, not overthinking it. And also having my husband's support, I think is a third thing that I I need to mention because he is an excellent entrepreneur and I saw his lifestyle and I said, damn, I really want that. Like I, I need to join you in that. And he gave me so much support and was just behind me a hundred percent. Yeah. You know, and I've noticed him showing up a little bit more over this last year, and like some of your posts and things like that too, which is totally cool. Cause yeah, no, he's I a don't... huge part of my business. Yeah. And you know, when you talk about when you started out and, um, you know, the journey you've been on, um, because I followed you all the way, all the way through. And I think I remember it starting really with your website, maybe along with your Instagram, but I am super new to Instagram myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, was your, was, is lemons for days, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so is that still what your, you know, you kind of go by is your lemons for days or is it your name? Because I also remember lemons is lemons for days. People even call me lemons. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Because then you had as well, uh, Henry and we, yes. So that is when I first started an Instagram account for my colleagues okay. and I was like, well, you know, I have this son called Henry and uh, we are going to be in it. So here's my Instagram handle. And again, neither of those names were overthought. I just thought, you know, and, but eventually I wanted to marry the, the blog and, and Instagram. I needed to make them the same. And yeah. so I just, I chose to go with lemons for days because I was like, well, I don't want it to just be about Henry because I have more kids now. Yeah. Um, and I also don't want to make it just about children. So I right. needed to, to expand, make my name a little less uh, narrow. Right. Okay. And following from that, you also have recently in the last, during COVID, I think actually released your <laughs> book, haven't you? Really? Yes, the the worst time in history to ever <laughs> release a book. That's when I did it. Okay, <laughs> so tell us a bit about your book because um, I know you've occasionally on Insta like read some little snippets and some like you know maybe some things that your mama didn't necessarily want to hear and some funny things <laughs> like that. So tell us a little yeah. bit about the book. You know the so the book was a bucket list item again didn't overthink it. Yeah. And I was approached by a publisher. They're like, do you want to write this or uh, co-author it? Um, and I said, yeah, that sounds like a great plan. And yeah. uh, really, it's all about like an uncanny look at motherhood. Yeah. And I write it with um, 
a lady from Toronto named Jordan, who is the opposite of me. Right. And she is um, an entrepreneur, not married, does not have kids. And uh, our focuses are very different, but we talk about the same things from two different perspectives. It's really raw, very, but very light. Yeah. Um, A funny read. Um, yes. So it was, I feel like it was well received during COVID because people needed a little lightness. Yeah. You and know? it's called Poppin' Bottles, right? It's called Poppin' Bottles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're popping the baby bottles and Jordan has the champagne bottles. You got it. You got it. <laughs> Although, and <laughs> I will join her for a glass or two. <laughs> of course. As moms, we all need that, don't we? Yeah. Um, and so where, where can people find your book? Like I believe it's on uh, Audible and Amazon. Is that right? Yeah. Amazon, um, Barnes and Noble. Um, but I, I feel like Amazon would be the quickest and easiest and most familiar to people. You just search poppin' bottles book and, and it's a a pink cover, very, very noticeable. And yes, uh, it's a, it's a really fun read and a great coffee table book for when you're done. <laughs> totally. I love it. So I will make sure that I put all of your links to your Instagram and your website and awesome. uh, the book in the show notes. So you have had quite a journey, right? Going from corporate to mom to influencer. Tell me why you don't like the word influencer. What would you rather be called? I think content creator because that tells people what I do. Mm-hmm. Whereas an influencer, I'm influenced by everyone. You know, everyone is an influencer. And it right. it comes with this you know, there's there's that side to it, but it also comes with like this haughtiness that I don't like. Right. Um there's a little bit of a, a negative connotation. Um surrounding it which I've I don't know it's just never sat comfortably with me so I'd rather tell people exactly what I do I create content for people to consume over the Mm -hmm. internet (laughs) yeah I love that how has your like your friends your extended family are they all in like do they cheer you on because I know for me um I do have family and friends that follow me, but, you know, they're not quite as interested as my, uh, you know, air quotes, real audience. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm totally the same. I, but I will say, though, my number one biggest supporter since the very beginning has been my mom. Okay. She loves every post. She, she will comment either through like a text message or um or on the actual post, read every single blog post and has always had the most positive things to say. And she's, she's just very invested and always has been. So that, that, that makes me feel incredible, uh, but she is the only family member. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> my dad, my brothers, I don't even think they know I'm on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really know what you do. Maybe <laughs> they, I don't think so. I don't think so. Or, it's it's not their world so they're like yeah that's that's cool good for you um yeah but that's as far as as far as we go it's funny because at first when I started I felt a little bit um like maybe I don't know annoyed maybe is not the right word or disappointed I'm not sure like why 
like, why, why, why aren't you following along with me? Um, but it took me some time to really realize, like, they really aren't who I'm focused on. And no. their life doesn't necessarily need what I am talking about. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. I'm not talking to my dad or my brothers when I'm posting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Couldn't be further from my audience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So tell me, um, if you were to describe your audience, who would be those, those ladies, those mamas out there? I don't, maybe it's even dads. I don't know. Like that Mark's involved now, but what do you think? Definitely the majority are moms. The majority are in Canada. Okay. Um, the majority have kids the same age as me. So I, I have a little girl, um, her name is Josephine, or she goes by Posey. She's turning three in January. And then I have a four-year-old Henry, and then I have one on the way. So yeah. F- just, yeah, under four, five-ish, I would say, like, pretty young kids, um, moms in Canada who just want to connect and feel like they're not alone. I would say that's the overarching theme of my audience, if I can say that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, they just want to connect and have a laugh. And yeah. uh, I answer every single DM I get on Instagram. Wow. I think that connection piece is, I mean, I'm slow. I'm slow at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you get a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I will respond to every single person because that connection piece is exactly why I started. Right. Um, an Instagram account and, and why I want to continue. So, um, moms can feel so isolated, especially, you know, if they're coming from a corporate life and now they're on maternity leave, it can feel so isolating. Cause you're like, wow, I have this brand new life. And like, who the hell do I turn to? Yeah. Um, I remember Googling actually, I'm like mom bloggers and I couldn't really find anybody at the time. Maybe I just didn't know how to search, but, uh, <laughs> I was like, I was really craving that friendship, even if it was online. And now during COVID everything's online. So that mm-hmm. connection piece is even more important. So just, yeah, I would say the majority of my, um, audience are Canadian moms that just want to connect. Yeah. And I would say too, like my kids are, um, you know, a little bit older than yours with my oldest being 14. But in saying that, I love watching your stuff because it's not just always all about the kids. There's some, mm-hmm. you know, cool recipes and there are some um, like products. I think, I think you had a Vitamix or something uh, a while ago. Yes. And we were talking about, yeah, some different things that you could do with that. And being the mom who now is in the teenage world, I love looking at these littlies and how cute and innocent they are, right? So I think that there is, um, you know, those other, that broader landscape as well, where it's like, oh, it was so, so exhausting. It's so yeah. amazing <laughs> now when I'm in this teenage world. So yes. anyway, yeah, I love that, that, um, you know, you share so much and the new playhouse is amazing, by the way. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> so what do you think for you, um, Jazz has been like one of your biggest, takeaways in transitioning roles or, you know, doing what you do now, because I know that there's been maybe sometimes you've put out like, there's been kind of some tough comments and stuff like that made. And that was kind of hard and hurtful. But what's been some of those big takeaways for you in this new role? Um, 
I would honestly, I, I would say, I mean, definitely speaking to those comments, I'm, I've definitely learned to not take anything personally. Right. One of those four agreements, I'm sure everybody's read the four agreements, but one of those four agreements that I've only recently come to truly understand and live by, because it takes a while to manifest, not to take anything personally. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, being very open and receptive to learning from others and being mindful mm. of issues and sensitivities, you don't even know we're an issue. Right. Um, so I would say my humility um, and not taking things personally has been, um, yeah, I've, I, I think those are the two biggest things that I am, I'm still learning. Right. Yeah. Cause it's hard when you get some of those criticisms and I always take it, try and take a look at it of what can I learn from this? Even though maybe I'm not going to look at it for four weeks after it was said. <laughs> totally. Yeah. 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 It's, it's still raw. Right. Yeah. And so. sometimes it is hard, but what can we take away from it? Because we're not going to please everyone all of the time, but sometimes there's some, you know, real learnings in, in the comments that people do make for sure. What do you think? And you might have talked a little bit about this, you know, even in relation to that word influencer, but what do you think are some of the common myths that people have around, you know, the, the Instagram world or your role as being that content creator? (laughs) Probably that it's a, that it's a glamorous life. Right. Okay. (laughs) Tell me, tell me about that. Um, Especially when I first started, I feel like I didn't, I didn't expose myself as much. And I think that really has something to do with Instagram stories becoming a thing in the last two years, because before that you just had these little squares, right? And now, but now you have reels, you have Instagram stories, you have all these other ways of showing behind the scenes and talking to your audience, um, you know, as much as you want. And I feel, you know, before then you would just say, okay, I've got this one shot at making this one square looked really, really perfect. Mm-hmm. And so I would hear a lot from people, you know, like, oh my God, that looks so fun. I, w- I want all that free stuff, right? Like, how do I do what you do? That looks so cool. But the work that goes on behind the scenes to make it look like that is a lot. Um, but I've also realized I've taken that and said, you know, that's not real. <laughs> right. So I, I really need to, to tell my audience that it's, that it's not. Um, and I do that mainly through my stories. I very rarely wear makeup and my hair is usually a, a mess. And, um, and I'm, I, I just try and be as real as possible, but I think still people look at the squares and they go, wow, that's, that's a very glamorous life you lead. And really it's, it's a chaotic mess. Um, my, <laughs> both my husband and I work from home. The kids are in school um, part time. And uh, so my husband and I work together, obviously. And then we have client meetings and we have to write and post and do everything at home while raising children. Mm. And it's, it's a mess, right? It's never, it's, it's, it's never not messy, but it looks clean and simple on Instagram. Right. So I think that's the, the biggest myth is that, uh, you know, somebody looking at my profile and going like, ooh, so fancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really trying to deliver the messages. I'm not fancy. Yeah. Um, there's, there's nothing glamorous about my life, although it's a great life. It's, it's not clean and, and pretty all the time. 
Right. It doesn't look like your feed on Instagram every day. No. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's important for people to, to hear and realize because even though people talk about it, sometimes when they're looking at the pretty pictures, um, maybe even the moms who are feeling lonely and not connected Mm. can make people feel a little bit more, more alone, unless we're really speaking the truth. Like you are like, this is the picture. This isn't necessarily the reality and you should see what's behind the picture some days. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I, yeah. (laughs) Please never compare yourself to anybody, um, especially on the internet. Yeah. Isn't that true, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, we've talked a bit about like the lemons for days. We've talked a bit about um, the book, but also I know you've been trying to make an impact in some different ways. And I've seen Mm. some posts in and around, um, and I don't know how much of it's been happening with COVID, but let's talk a little bit about some of the impacts and supports that you have been trying to kind of get out there in the community as well. You were doing clothing collections, I think for a while for moms and, and different things in that area as well. Weren't you? Yes. I've tried a lot of things. Um, and I've found that a big, passion of mine is helping small businesses, especially during COVID. Um, because I'm realizing that makes an immediate impact because it's not so much, you know, I've tried different products and like, Oh yeah, I'll sell this or I'll put this clothing line together or I'll, I'll write this book or whatever. But I feel like the most immediate and most impactful way I, I can help is, transferring of knowledge and there are a ton of small businesses out there some are new to Instagram some are not but um, a lot of them need some guidance and I'm so happy to give that to them Um, and I'm also so happy to give exposure to them and Mm -hmm. so that's been one of the ways I've really found a little bit more meaning as well for me Right. Um, But that's, yeah, that's currently what I'm focusing on, especially during this weird time. (laughs) I know. I know. So when you talk about that guidance piece, do you mean like helping them out with their social stuff or doing like a bit of coaching kind of in how to grow in different ways or like, what is that guidance piece that you're taking on a bit? It's moving towards that way. And I feel a little push actually a big push, um, to do that and to start a little bit of a coaching business. I just, to be 100% honest, I don't know how right now I'm, I'm very overwhelmed already with, with work. And Mm -hmm. so to add a coaching piece on top of that, I really need to sit down and think, how am I going to make this work logistically? (laughs) Yeah. I have no idea how, you know, cause I, I feel already maxed with, with time and everything. So I need to, to either shift my whole business, but I, I, I kind of am starting to feel that nudge because that's where I feel most valued. Um, yeah. which is a nice feeling to have. So mm-hmm. as of right, right now though, um, you know, I feel like the, the way I'm guiding them is just 
just through unpaid and very kind collaborations to those small businesses that I truly, I don't, I think I'd be lost without them. Right. Yeah. So, um, kind of, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll in a year. I might have a coaching business up by then. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. You never know. But you also have another little one on the way, which we're going to get to in just a, a little well, bit. Well, that's the before. thing, right? Yeah. I'm like, I, can, I can rush this and have it set up before baby or or I can take a breather and, and we'll, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so thank you for sharing how you've been kind of doing things a little bit differently and helping out a little bit differently during COVID. What about with the moms, like with your Instagram and your blog and your website and things like that? Have you found that there's been a different like need or like different DMs or like things that have been coming in, particularly from your audience during this time? Like, everyone's yeah. at home all day and how yeah. are you supporting them? Um, you know, I feel like the most popular DM that I get from moms that I don't talk to often. So like first time DMs um, are, Hey, I've, I, I'm, I'm at home now. I'm liking this. How can I do what you do? Right. Yeah. I would say that's the, that's probably the most popular question I get. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's, that's another way, you know, I, I'm being nudged in a different kind of coaching direction, but for yeah. you know a, a different party. But um, I really just, I honestly just send them links and I say, here's how I started. Ask mm-hmm. me any questions that you might have and, and I'll help them with mindset more than anything. Um, you know, some of them are maybe new on Instagram saying, how do I get engagement? How do I do this? Or how do I do that? And I'm like, dude, just be consistent. I talk to them a lot about mindset. And then for the actual, you know, uh, boring pieces, you know, how to yeah. set up a blog or, <laughs> or all yeah. those things, I'll send them some links. So I would Perfect. say that's, that's a popular one though, because people are, are shifting so much right now. Some have been laid off. Some are just realizing that they want to work from home now. Yeah. And I remember just sort of on that, that note as well, we ran into each other at the mall one day and mm-hmm. you were like, just shoot me a message on Instagram. And I'm like, um, I don't know how, <laughs> like I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So I've come a long way in that world as well, but you know, not quite as far as you, but it's a learning process. And I think that's important for everyone who's listening to know as well, right? You didn't just pop onto Instagram and had this amazing, you know, uh, site, it, it took time and practice and, you know, it's, it's a process. I always say to people, scroll down to the very, very first couple of posts that I did. Mm -hmm. um, And you'll see how they look quite different. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I like keeping them on there. I actually get that question done a lot too. Should I delete everything and just start new? I'm like, no, absolutely not. Because those initial posts are probably the, the real you and people yeah. are going to want to scroll down and see that kind of content, you know? Yeah, absolutely. What have you been doing um, to kind of manage during these crazy times? You know, here we are, what, month number 10 yeah. of being in COVID. Yeah. How have you been managing like with your business and with your real world during this time? Um, 
honestly, I've taken on less because I'm with my kids more, especially, you mm-hmm. know, when they were, they were all like schools were shut down in, in March. Yeah. Um, now they're back part-time, which has allowed me to, to focus a little bit more on work, but I've honestly just taken on less and that's helped a lot with, uh, with stress levels. Um, I've, I bought a Peloton that's been helping oh, my, yeah. yeah, that's been helping me a lot. Cause, um, prior to everything shutting down, I was either at the gym or as a spin studio, you know, four times a week. And I was really missing that. So, um, yeah, I've been staying very active, taking less clients on, um, saying no a little bit more mm. and, uh, and really getting better at prioritizing. Right. Um, because I have to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think this is important for people to hear as well that it's okay to say no and do that prioritizing. Did it feel scary for you when you were navigating that? And I know you said a few times, like, I'm not an overthinker. I just kind of go with it. But did it, did it feel a little bit scary or uncertain, especially during these times to, to say no? I think at the beginning, at the beginning it did, but then I I was like, you know, my mental health is more important than making, you know, this, whatever amount of money. And so, and the, the way I felt good about it was I would recommend a friend, you know, say, you know, maybe reach out to this person and um, instead. So yeah, no, it was scary at first. And now I'm realizing you know, passing that kindness along to somebody else helped, you know, is, is awesome. Um, and then the, the extra time I get with my kiddos and my husband is, uh, worth more than any other money. (laughs) It is right. I have to say we loved actually being home during COVID with the kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just so nice. When do you ever really get the opportunity that everybody shut down and in the house together? And I mean, yes, there were some moments where we were all driving each other crazy and five of us were trying to use the internet to homeschool and work, (laughs) but it was great, right? We did really love it. Um, and actually the kids enjoyed it a lot more than I thought that they would. Um, and, you know, just you mentioning that mental health piece of it being really important. That's where this last sort of couple of months I've been finding for me, you know, being a, a counselor in my own private practice has started really getting really, really busy just yeah, um, with that it. mental health piece of it, right? Month mm-hmm. eight, nine, and 10 in. So I think it's important for people to recognize that it's okay to say no and create balance. And, you know, we're in a time that What a great time to say no. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So let's move into a little bit more about you because, um, you know, your Fiercely Fabulous Life podcast is really about a balance of trying to create balance. It doesn't always happen. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) So tell, let's talk a little bit about like what makes you feel inspired and um, being your best self. Um. Well, I've already touched on, on exercise and movement. That's a really important thing for me. Um, I don't know the science behind it, but it just, those endorphins, as soon as I get them going, it doesn't matter if it's a small walk or like an insane hit class, I will always feel better. 
Mm-hmm. And um, it just hits that reset button for me quickly. For the yeah. times where I need a longer break, Mark and I are lucky enough to have a family cabin out mm-hmm. in the mountains without cell reception. Nice. And that has been a saving grace. So mm-hmm. I'll take two, sometimes three, four days, and there's no option. Right. You, you can sometimes yeah. say to yourself, I'm going to turn off my phone. But then you're like, ooh, election yeah. results are ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how my post is doing. You know, there's always that temptation, but it's removed 100 percent for us. And I feel so lucky that there is still a spot in this world where I can go to that's relatively close to home and unplug, literally unplug. No computers, no phones. We read a lot. We connect a lot. And, um, and that is where I find my, my biggest inspiration because I come back with uh, a very re- in a very relaxed state and just ready to go again. Yeah, I love that. We, we did quite a bit of camping this summer. And where we went to, same thing, like no, like you couldn't get a text. You couldn't, like there was nothing. There was zero bars. So nice. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And it is amazing how much you connect in a different way than even like you said, when you're at home and you just put it, you know, in the sock drawer. Um, But for people to find their creativity when they don't have any other outlet, like device outlet is is um, really amazing. So when you're thinking about your creativity, how does that like grow? Is that where maybe you started thinking a bit more of that coaching or different posts or when you're thinking about that inspiration and some of those bigger goals? Yeah, it, it honestly, having that time away brings me clarity and also brings me back to what is important. And the thing that always comes back to is family. That's always going to be my number one priority. And so when I'm ready to head back to the city and get back into work, that really helps navigate how I pick and choose my work and what I'm going to post about and, and this and that. So I would, I would say that, you know, heading out to the mountains uh, without cell reception is more of a more of a, a mind clearing exercise for me. I honestly don't mm. think about work at all. Um, yeah. But it's when I come back to the city where I, I feel like I've reprioritized um, and, and then I'm ready to get creative in a strategic way, you know? Yeah. 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 Awesome. I love that. The mountains. Fantastic. And it's been pretty nice out that way lately. (laughs) So when um, you're thinking about like that work fun balance and that, you know, that productivity and that inspiration Mm -hmm. and that clarity and strategy a little bit for yourself, do you find you need that a little bit each day? Like that exercise is that clearing or would it be more on a like getaway once a month kind of a thing. Like how do you find that real balance in the busy world of, you know, 2.5 kiddos and yeah. <laughs> COVID and all that stuff? I would say I need both. I really yeah. do. And I also, I've, uh, I've been getting really good at shutting off my computer and just saying to hell with it. Everything else can wait. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I've, I've really come to learn what is actually urgent. And what mm. is not, um, with my family always coming first, but yeah, I, I need that, those mini resets, which for me is movement. And then those larger resets, which is, yeah, I, this is about once a month, maybe once every two months, depending. Yeah. Um, but 
yeah, I don't know. It's just, it takes some planning. Sometimes I I have to wake up earlier than the kids. Uh, Sometimes I, you know, I work out with the kids. Every single day is so different. And with a new baby coming in the spring, my, uh, you know, I'm just going to have to figure out a new way to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And that'll probably just being you know, I'll have to lower my work expectations (laughs) and say no even more, Uh, which is totally fine with me because this third baby is a complete dream of mine. So, yeah. 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 It's definitely fun, fun with three, you know, I have three as well. And, uh, there are days that are amazing and days that you're like, <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, there yeah. was never a moment that I wondered. I always wanted four, actually, but I just felt like I was getting too old and I was just too unwell with my third. And I couldn't. Right. Uh, my body, I don't think, could do it again. But yeah, in kind of th- talking about this a little bit, what would be some of like, you know, your words of wisdom to those mamas out there? Like, what would you tell those those ladies that are? you know, in it with you right now? Um, I feel like going back to what we were chatting about earlier is, is a comparison piece. Um, my words of wisdom to other moms is to never compare yourselves against any other moms, especially those on Instagram or on uh, you that, that you see, you know, anywhere on the World Wide web. And if you're feeling down or isolated or feel like you're not doing enough, and that's brought on by a picture you've seen or something that you've, you know, heard said. My recommendation is to reach out to that mom. Mm. And and you know, I hear a lot, you know, unfollow people that make you feel like shit. But right. really, reach out to that mom because I guarantee you she doesn't have her shit together. No mother does. Yeah. So yeah. That, that comparison piece is so, is such an easy trap to fall into. And I do too. Mm. Um, and... And I find reaching out to that person saying, how do you do it? Or, hey, can you tell me a little bit more about how you achieved this goal or something? Mm-hmm. They're going to come back and say, you know, shit's messy. Um, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and you're going to feel not only a connection, you're going to feel inspired and you're going to make a new friend. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would say reach out reach out to those who inspire you on the internet instead of getting down on yourself or comparing yourself or, or just, you know, going off of social media completely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that because actually just even as you said that, I was like, huh, I never even really, really would have thought that either. Right. Like just reaching out and being like, Hey, how's, how is it that you look like, you know, the things are going great and you're absolutely right. No mom has all of her shit together. No. It's always chaos in the background. <laughs> yeah. Behind every picture, there's a mom moving crap out of the way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. What would be, um, or do you have any parting words, uh, you know, for, for us today, for the moms out there, you know, you feel like, you want to share with a message or parting words for us? Absolutely. I'd say uh, wear a mask, um, be humble, and always mm-hmm. feel free to reach out with any questions. Um, uh, I'll, I'm sometimes slow at responding, but sometimes quick. Yeah. And, um, and I, love, I love connecting with, with new people. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And what is the best way to get in touch with you? I'd say just DM me over Instagram at lemons for days or lemons.4.days. Um, or okay. if, if you don't have a, an Instagram account or you're not comfortable, or you don't know how to DM, no worries. Um, I also have a contact page on my blog, which is lemonsfordays.com. Excellent. Yeah. And I will attach all of those for everybody so that they can get in touch with you. And Jasmine, thank you so much thank for you, making time out of your very busy day and very busy schedule to um, catch up with me today. Oh, it was a pleasure. Take care, Jazz. Talk to you soon. You too. Bye. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of your Fiercely Fabulous Life podcast. I wanted to take a quick break and just share with you a new course that I have developed called Understanding Your Backpack of Emotions. This is a journey that's going to walk you through understanding more of your emotions, really digging into the backpack of those big ones that you're carrying. Do you often feel anger, frustration, maybe sadness or fear? Well, we're going to unpack those in this three-week do-it-yourself course. It's equivalent to six counseling sessions. So if you're ready to take the leap and understand more about you, this is the course for you. Maybe you've been to counseling before. Maybe you are worried about the cost. Maybe you're worried about the amount of time or maybe you've done a lot of counseling in the past and you're just tired of not seeing results from all the money that you spent. Well, this is the course for you. Week number one, we are going to talk about your emotions. We're going to reflect on them. We're going to understand them and we're going to learn how to really identify what they are. Week number two, we spend lots of time looking at soul searching, understanding, creating awareness, how your emotions are showing up with yourself and with those around you. And week number three is going to be all about honoring your feelings, getting comfortable with your emotions and no longer letting them run the show, but being friends with those emotions and setting boundaries. So if this is something you're interested in, make sure you check out my webpage on self-discovery courses and sign up now. Launches December 8th. Don't miss out. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to your Fiercely Fabulous Life podcast. Be sure to share with any woman in your life who needs just a little bit more. Be sure to follow me on my socials and I look forward to seeing you again next time. Bye for now.